Hey there, welcome to I Can, I Am, I Will, the podcast designed to motivate and encourage you so you can build your confidence and get empowered. Today we are going to continue talking about cognitive distortions and the cognitive distortion we are going to talk about today is fortune telling. For those of you who are new, my name is Lindsay, and with this podcast, we talk about concepts and topics that are going to help you get your mind right so you can feel empowered and do the things that you want to do. Check that shit out, y'all. We're doing it. Before we dive in, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. You can contact me, read articles, see transcripts, and support the podcast at kenandwill.com. Thank you so much for any and all support. And also, I'd love to hear from you. What up? Let me know how I'm doing. Yesterday, we talked about the cognitive distortion of should statements. And in episode 60, we talked about emotional reasoning. There are 15 commonly recognized cognitive distortions. Think of cognitive as a fancy way of saying thought. So a thought distortion. You're thinking in a distorted way. A lot of times we don't think about our thoughts. You have anywhere between 40 to 70,000 of them a day. And a lot of times we don't, we don't think about them. We don't question them. We just like ride with them. But they can be wrong a lot of the time. Especially if you feel like stressed or depressed or anxious, you could be thinking with these cognitive distortions. They lean towards the negative. They were discovered by Aaron T. Beck, the founder of Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, when he noticed that his clients, his patients, were all thinking in a similar way, in a similar negative way, these 15 distortions. It's important for you to know what they are because then when you pick out the ones that are adversely affecting you, then you can change the script. You can change the way that you perceive the world around you and then you're going to loosen that depression, that anxiety. You're going to mix it up. You're going to crack it and you're going to feel better. You're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel empowered. That's what we're here to do. So I'm referring to a book called When Panic Attacks by David D. Burns. He lists out the cognitive distortions. He lists them out, uh, 10 of them. But depending on where you go, like there's 15. He just has them like listed differently. It's everyone has like different, different takes on it, but there are 15. And he has um, fortune telling and mind reading grouped under jumping to conclusions. So he says that jumping to conclusions, um, there are two types. Mind reading, you assume that people are terribly judgmental and are looking down on you. And fortune telling, you tell yourself that something terrible is about to happen. Quote unquote, I just know I'm going to blow it when I take my test next week. So I feel like he gave like a very general overview and we're going to dive a little bit deeper Now, so going back to the quote that we talked about a couple episodes ago with toxic positivity, the quote saying um, in episode 64, like someone would love to have your bad day. And that quote is toxic. 
And not only is it toxic, but it's also mind reading. Because you are assuming that there is a person out in the world and that you can read their mind and that they would love to have your bad day. It's, I hate that quote. It's asinine. (laughs) And that's a form of fortune telling. We can fortune tell in other ways. We can fortune tell by assuming that people aren't going to like us or that we're going to screw something up. And it's boring or it makes life boring because we just are automatically assuming we're already writing out the script for life. We're already saying people aren't going to like us. So then if we go into a situation and we already assume that everybody doesn't like us or that we don't fit in, then we're most likely going to act awkward. And I say we because I have definitely done this before. Then you act awkward and then people think you're standoffish or shy. And it's not that people don't like you. They just don't get to know you because you're just so busy in your own mind thinking that no one likes you. Or it could be thinking that you're going to mess up on a presentation or thinking that you didn't get the job before you even go into the interview. A lot of the time when I ask people, like if they say something and then I find myself jumping to a conclusion or making an an assumption, I'll ask them like, hey, what was that about? And then they'll tell me something. I'll be like, oh my God. Like completely, I was completely wrong because I was making an assumption. A lot of times we do that. A lot of times you're doing it more than you, more than you know. I promise you that. And that's all part of jumping to a conclusion of mind reading, fortune telling. You think that you're reading people's minds. I've had people do that to me too. Like I was in a writing group and then I left because, or I won't say why I left, I'll just say I left. And then I got an email from someone and they're like, Hey, like, why did you leave? Like, is everything okay? Like, was something pissing you off? So they just assumed that something was pissing me off. What was really going on was I was on day six of a migraine and looking at a screen was really bothering me. I mean, right now, even I can like feel like the, the headphones are like tight on my, on my head. I can like feel it. Cause I have, I get migraines. <laughs> So this person is thinking that something's off when really it's just my head hurts and I didn't want to look at a screen. I use this as a funny example. I don't know if other people uh, find toilet humor as hilarious as I do, but like just think of like someone, maybe they're like holding in a fart (laughs) and they make this face because they're like holding in a fart or maybe they're like slowly letting out a fart and they're hoping that it doesn't smell and they're like trying to like smell to make sure it doesn't smell. (laughs) and imagine like if you walk in at that moment and they're making this face you might think that they have a problem with you when really they're just holding in a fart (laughs) this can happen cross-culturally too different things mean different things in different cultures, I think the peace side, if you do it like a certain way, it's supposed to be like really negatively impactful in one culture. They literally have my friend in college, he studied international business and he would have to learn different cultural 
uh, norms to not offend people. In Japan, you say san, so their name and then san after, as a sign of respect. So there's all different things that you don't know if someone is intentionally being disrespectful to you or just doesn't know any better. And you can't read minds. You don't know what people are thinking. Of course, you have intuition. You have a previous history with people. But make sure it's with that specific person. You don't want to judge one person by the actions of another just because they have a similar quality, which is another cognitive distortion. And we'll get into that in a later episode. But that could happen because you think you might be able, you, you might think that you can read someone's mind based off the information that you know, but you can't. A lot of times we have very limited information about situations. We don't like that. So then we decide that we're going to fill in the blanks and we're going to fortune tell and say how things are going to work out. And we're going to read someone's mind and automatically assume what they're thinking. If you are going to do that, something you can do to combat it is assume that just everyone loves you. That is something that I would do. I went to the opposite extreme. (laughs) I used to go into meetings and think like, oh, no one wants to hear what I have to say. They're all going to hate this presentation. I went from that to thinking, everyone loves me. They're going to love my presentation. People are going to cry. It's going to be the most beautiful presentation about European data privacy law that they've ever heard in their entire life. I'm going to get a standing ovation. The CEO is going to come out of her office and she's going to congratulate me. (laughs) They're going to hoist me up on their shoulders. And I would just think funny stuff like that to like the positive extreme. And then I would go into these, <laughs> into these meetings trying not to laugh because I had like this weird imagination going on. And then the presentation would happen and that was it. And then my boss would tell me it was good. I would trust that he would tell me the truth and then I moved forward. Relieving that anxiety, relieving that anticipation and not creating a further mess by fortune telling and then acting as if the distortion in my mind was reality which could make a situation even worse with that we're going to end with our eye affirming statements you can say them with me you do not have to do whatever makes you feel comfortable are you ready i can i am i will have a great day